Chodesh HaTalmidim, page Kuflam and Gimel. The Rebbe is talking about the, the urgency of developing good midas and, and a proper way of thinking as a Jew in one's younger years. <clears throat> the developing years and the difficulty of acquiring of acquiring traits and of acquiring Machshavas um, Tahiris in the later years. And we should, even though, you know, it could be a little bit discouraging, we feel, uh, some of us here might feel, oh, this is like, you know, we missed the bug. It's not, uh, it's not, it's not true. It's not true. It's never, it's never too late, Hasra Shalom. <coughs> Except it certainly is more difficult, uh, you know, when, when you cross over, uh, once you cross over, you know, from Kuwait into Iraq, it's, uh, it's more difficult. <laughs> you get over like 23, 25, and it's get, it gets harder and harder. It's never impossible. On the bottom of Kuflam and Gimel, this is this is like the Rebbe talking about youth and 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 the beauty of youth and and the opportunities that are available to us when we're young. He says, remember, he says, that people. Remember how many people who are, who are great people, good, choshev people are jealous of you and your youth. Me, and they say like this, me itneini ata narabacha. If only I could be a narabacha. If only I could be a, once again a narabacha. You know, like the famous uh, poet who said that youth is wasted on the young. And that's, and that's something that I've thought about and every, everybody here has thought about, except if you're young. <clears throat> but the thought, the thought that you know, if I could be back in yeshiva, boy, it would be different now. It would be different. I had those years, but I wasn't busy. Nobody, there was nobody calling. There was nobody beeping. There were no emails. It was, the, the, it was just, there was just to be able to sit and to learn, and what could have been accomplished during those times, and so on, and the tikkunamidas and things that. Because they weren't attended to, because they were neglected for the, all of the years, have become have become so difficult. And therefore, he says, "Look, people who are older are so jealous of you, meaning of the of the young people. And everybody would love me." If I were if I were an hour, if I were young, if I were a bocher, I would be able to devote my entire day. I would be able to devote my entire day to avoid Hashem. And and how many of the older people are filled with this longing? If only it were possible to be once again in that in that time of purity and to have a soul that was still alive with seeking Hashem, that was still searching and and and, and wanting. But now, as the years have gone by, it's become much more difficult. It's become much more difficult. The things that have been picked up over the over time, and bechlal, whereas the nature the nature of of a young person is the young person is on fire. The young person is filled with with ideals and with kisufim and so on. As a person gets older and becomes tired and and picks up also those things that are not proper, that are impure over the years, and also cynicism and and uh, other things that come, other things that come with with uh, 
with the older with the older age. Vata, the Rebbe says, Vata, the end of Kuflam Gimel. Vata, Oid Hakol Biyodcha, the Rebbe says. He's talking to the Bach and he says, you still have mamish, everything is in your hands. Are you going to throw away, lose this pearl, meaning the precious pearl of youth, and say, when I'm older, then I'll, then I'll serve Hashem, then I'll begin to serve Hashem. Is that what you're going to say? And when I'm old, then I'm going to fix things. Hamishna Emeris says Beferish in the Mishnah. Teaching a child to what can that be compared? So you all are familiar with the Mishnah. It's like ink that's on a fresh piece of paper. Teaching an older person is compared to it's, it's already writing on paper that's that's been used and erased and erased and used and erased. So it doesn't hold the ksav on, on, on paper that's already old and that's been used and reused over and over. So it's very, very hard. The paper doesn't hold the ksav. It doesn't hold anymore the writing. So he says, So the Mishnah, the Mishnah is telling us a very, very, a very clear thing. It's the same with everything. When it comes to learning the simple pshat, that the mind, as we get older, the mind simply is not able to hold on to the letters of the simple pshat, of the simple meaning of what we're learning. And certainly when it comes to deeper things, and the tikna nefesh, not just when it comes to information and grasping information or recalling information, but when it comes to when it comes to tikkun hanefesh, <coughs> when it comes to holding on to resolutions and decisions, and, and the ability to change, the ability to change. Yesterday I, I met with somebody who's 29 years old, and this person told me that uh, about certain difficulties and how it's impossible for me to change. I said, "You're not even 30 years old. What do you mean it's impossible to change?" I'm set in these ways. You're not, you're not set. It's a niyar chadash. It's a, it's a new piece of paper, and it's, it's, you're not set. It doesn't have to be this way. But as you get older, you become more and more. You become <clears throat> more stuck in a certain way, and to write something new, it's very, very difficult for the for the for the person to hold on to the ksav. It becomes very difficult. He says, "Ki harbe anoshim yoydem mahi avoyde v'tikun anefesh u'mistaykim alav." There are many people who know what is the right way to serve Hashem, and they and they know they have good ideas about tikun anefesh, about repairing problems with the soul, and they're mistaykim alav, and they and they and they really really are longing to 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 bring about these these tikunim and to and to enter into the avoyde. V'gam kaifim esatzim lasus, and they and they force themselves to do. The mekoma koma, nevertheless. They spend their entire lives forcing themselves, forcing themselves, literally having to force themselves to serve Hashem. So it could be, the person could be 40, 50, 60 years old, he's still forcing himself to open a safe. He knows the right thing. He can be 40, 50, 60 years old, whatever it is, and he's forcing himself to get up and go to a minion. 
he's forcing himself to uh, to say brach. He's forcing himself, you know, to control uh, his temper or whatever. So it's all an avoid of kfiyah. It's all kofalem harkegigis. You know, it's the avoid of the, of having to have the mountain stand over your head, as opposed to Purim, which is the avoid of what of of meahava kimu vekiblu of wanting. It's all an avoid of kfiyah of of forcing oneself. And they're constantly, they constantly have their feet on both, on both thresholds, meaning that even after all of these years, the person would rather stay in bed than go to Minyan. He would rather, you know, read the newspaper than a safer. He would rather, he, he would, you know, he would rather let go of that, of that, uh, he'd rather let go of that uh, temper Instead of instead of uh, instead of controlling it, and he, he's still living in that he's still living that double life. This person forces himself to do what's right for a moment, a half hour, an hour, and then he falls back to what he was. Everything is with a kfir, and we understand that where there's a kfir, where there's coercion. It's very difficult to sustain a situation. It's very difficult to sustain that uh, a mahaluk when a person when a person is coercing and he's forcing himself. So you know you have to, you force a kid to do something. It's the same thing with an adult. So every moment it's in danger of of, of reverting back to what it was because it's a it's a constant state of fear. You're constantly forcing the matter. So if the person doesn't want, so every minute. It's uh, every minute could return to its former state because it's always in a st- it's always kfiyah. It's always <clears throat> the person would rather not. <laughs> so then he forces himself again. No, so he gets up to daven. He, he he goes to this. He has a seder in learning. He, whatever it is, he forces himself. fell, <laughs> and then he falls again. And then he picks himself up again. It's like it's like I once spoke about years ago. Pasha Shmini. It's like the it's like the Mishkan, you know, being put together, being taken apart, put together, taken apart, put together, taken apart until the until Shmini, until it was finally Shmini, which is already beyond the the natural kaihas, the natural seven, which is natural kaihas. But Moshe uh, Rabbeinu, so the, the Mishkan was being put together and was taken apart, put together and taken apart. And, and there are people go like that their entire lives. Their enti- the entire Vedas Hashem is, is being put together, taken apart, put together, taken apart. A person, you meet a person, you know, you could almost say, it's what, what, what day of the week, you know. Somebody asked me about, uh, somebody asked me about this, this fellow, is, what, what is he now? I heard he's a, I heard he's a wrestler. I said that was Tuesday. <laughs> you know, today it's already. You know, it's, and then uh, Monday is this, and then, and then okay, it wouldn't be a problem if if, if one day was wrestler, the next day was Chabad, and the third day he was a, a big Lutfish of Ben Tyra, and then the fourth day he would be a Svadish of That would be good. That would already be Albert Sarah. That's not such a bad thing. But we're talking about uh, Monday. He's he's a fabricated Sadik, and Tuesday is Tuesday. He can't get himself to go to shul. And Wednesday is like this. So people go their entire lives because the whole Avodas Hashem is behechrech. The whole Avodas Hashem is with a kfir. It's like everything is it's a kfresh, which is a madrega. Okay, Baruch Hashem, to be in the Mulchama is kafir. 
to, to, to fight, to be in the fight, it's a gewaldige thing. The person's not giving up. That's a chashav, a chashav, a thing. He's not giving up. But it's, but it's come out to go your whole life like that, you know. I mean, or at least there are different, there are different levels of, of warfare and different territories to conquer. But to constantly, you know, when you, when you find yourself, it's one thing if a person is moving forward and there are setbacks. And his higher level of Avad Hashem, there are setbacks. Right, so now it's no longer an issue. He goes to Davin every day. I mean, if everybody misses occasionally, he goes to Davin every day. He goes to Davin to see every day. <clears throat> and now in his in his in this new state that he's in, so not every day can he Davin with a certain kind of kavana. But say that there are, there are higher levels of serving Hashem and there are setbacks, and then you try to push forward. But what about what about the, uh, the person who whose setbacks? Take, in other words, his avayda is still the same avayda for the last 30, 40 years to try to get to shul. And the setback is still not to go at all. Not talking about that he didn't have, you know, the kavanah's ha'ari during Tzukhidazim or something. You know, levels and levels and levels. It's just like the mamash, the same thing. The mamash, the same thing. Like, it's the same milchama. It's the same milchama. For all the years. Well, the same thing about not screaming like a lunatic. We're not talking about higher madregas of tikkan fish. Conquering new territories and slight setbacks when you get to the new place to try to, and then of course there's setbacks till you conquer that territory. Now we're talking about we're talking about mamish, the same old thing, the same thing. You, and you see yourself twenty, thirty, forty. You see your life going by, and you don't. You're not acquiring new territory. And and you and you still have the same. You still have the same setbacks, and the setbacks take you to the same stupid things that they always took you to. And, you st- and, and the time of that, the time of that nefila is a, is a nefila into, to the same, into the, you know, pretty much the same emptiness. And everything's with a hechrich. And it was just to get back, to, to set the clock again. And to get back to where you were. It's all with a hechrich. It's all kafale ma'ake gigis. It's all unbelievably difficult. And the person spends his entire life like this. Lo this is what I was just saying. He doesn't make real progress. Apsiachas. Not even one step. It's all just a question of getting back to where I was. Again, which is a chosh of a thing too. I'm not the, uh, the rabbi. It's a chosh of a thing. To, you know, but, but it's frustrating. Your whole life. If you look at your, your whole life, it would be put on a chart. It would, it would, you know, it would really be, it would be tragic. Because the whole thing is Mamish won the kuda. Every single time, back and forth, over one Nakuda. Instead of, instead of moving forward, or, or going up, and then when you're going up on the trot, then occasionally there's a little thing, doop, and then you're going up, doop, up, you know, like those kind of dips, but you're going, but you're going up, it's constantly upward, 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 and then there are little dips. You know, on the, on the chart, you're going up, but there are dips, but instead it's like, it's just the same thing. You know, it's the same thing. And, and when you look at it, basically, all along, it's been along the same line. And it's been at least, and you read this, but it's all been on the same, by the same territory, as opposed to the person who's constantly in Eulah, and in the Ali is the little, the little dips. There's a big chilek. Then you have people that, they, that, they, that, they, that the Tev is more of an extreme one, and then they don't, they, it goes, whoa, goes up, and they go, whoa, goes down. It's like, mom's the whole thing is like Ali is, and you read this, Shamayim, Shamata, Sha'ol, from the highest to the lowest. But there's no real progress. There's no real change. It's all just a question of recovering from the losses. 
He never rises above the matzav. It's just getting back. Because what does he use most of his karchas for? Recouping. He's using he's using all of his karchas just to, which is which again, which is heroic and which is noble and which is admirable. But it's it's crazy. It's chaval. But all of his karchas. The guy's the guy's sixty years old. He's still like. He's still all of his kaiches to dominion. And that's the same thing he was expending his kaiches on when he was 20. It's not, he, his kaiches is not being expended on, on the kavanas of the Arizal. He's 60 years old. And, he, and he's not working on kavanas. He's still working on, on, on the same old mice. When it comes to Loisase, you know, the same thing of what not to look at and what not to, on the, all, of these, all of these things. The same, all of the kaiches are in the same nakuda. And if you can look at the person's life, he's like in one place, getting punched, punching, getting punched, punching, up, down, up, down. But he never ever, he's not going anywhere. And he has to put in tremendous kaifas. Just to be able to hold on to the place. Just to stand in that place. That he says, He says to the Bachram, There's a way that this, should, this, this doesn't have to happen to you. If you begin when you're young. When you work on this in your younger years. Then the chesidus will become your flesh and blood. And even if you go through, everybody has to go through nefilas. Your nefilas not going to take it back to the beginning, to Aleph. It's not going to be always falling back to Aleph. It's going to be like we said before, that you're going up, you're going up, you're going up, and that, and that upward rise, there's a setback. But it's not going to be every single time, just trying to pick yourself up again from Aleph. And even if sometimes you're stuck, you're not moving forward. You don't sink into the swamp. You don't fall into the filth, into the swamp. And you're not can spend your entire life just not falling, trying not to fall, not slipping. Use all your karchas your whole life just to get up from the shmutz. The ikr of your avaydi says to the boys is going to be aliyah, going up. That's the ikr of your avaydi, is to constantly be moving upward. And gam the filaschem. And even the times that you fall, and the zamanim of katnas, of smallness. Like I said before, it's like someone who's climbing mountains. It's like you're climbing up mountains, and then there are certain plateaus, right? And you walk across like a, you know, and then you're climbing, you're climbing, and then there's a plateau, you're climbing. But you're not, you're not like going down to the bottom, and then, oh, and again, the same mountain. The same mountain, up and down your whole life. That's true. That sometimes the guy that's, that's climbing mountains, he gets tired. He gets tired, he can't go right. He feels like I just got to stop a little bit. That's okay. Sometimes your leg gets hurt a little bit, you need to rest. You got you to stop a little bit. Okay. But even when you, even when you, you, that happens and you're tired or you're injured a little bit, something happens and, and you get injured. 
So it doesn't mean that you fall to the back down to the valley. It doesn't mean that you hit the that you hit the floor again. It just means that you you're in a hold pattern. You need a hold pattern. You, you you need a little bit of a break. You need a little bit of a break. But the, but a person it doesn't mean that that when he needs a little bit of a break that the guy's not learning. He's not diving. He's not shaman mitzvahs. He's not. It means that in his place, you know, there's, there's like it, it peaks, like that mountain is peaking, and he and he's holding in a hold pattern by that by the top of that mountain. And there's like a, a stop, and, he, and he's and he's taking. You know, he needs a little bit of time there, and he whatever he's needs to rest a little bit. He needs to lick his wounds. He had a, something happened, but he's holding in that place, and then finally, you know, he goes higher. It's not like every single time. It's like the, every single time. You know, it, it, this you see this, you know, with, especially with Bachram. From day to day, you see this because of the bochet, because the because the older people, because yeah, usually there's more more set in a certain in a certain pattern. We don't know what's going on inside each person's heart, but a lot of times you know you see a, a bochet and you say like, what's the matter? How come? Like, where have you been the last? You know, where have you been the last month? Haven't seen you in this madrash. Maybe you bump into the guy someplace. Where you been? So you read it. You read it. You read this. Like guys almost say, like you put on like the, the scarlet yud, <laughs> you know, like, like to wear. Like people should have like a thing flashing. Like you read it. You know, don't, don't ask me about my learning. You read it. You know, I'm going through. You read it. You know, like you see the guys. Okay, he's going through. You read. He can't come to this madrash. I always say that all these I tell you, you having it, you having it. You read. It. it has to be like the. It has to be like a complete and total. There's got to be. There's nothing in the world you, that you do. As well as you, you read this. <laughs> like the you read is like a valdig. Whenever it comes to learning, or like even you know when it's going, it's like never as perfect as you read this. The you read is so perfectly fully developed, like in Ishkandav, Ishkalen, Garnish. Nothing, nothing, and the God and all kinds of hashchasos also guys. You have hashchasos. A guy, a boy that you saw two weeks ago sitting in Steigny this measures two weeks later, hashchasos, all kinds of crazy stuff. What's going on, Yankel? You read it. Say it's the you read it. Person a ben is a ben aliyah. A ben aliyah. It's true that there's sometimes he, you know, he, he has to. He, he, something happens. He needs a little bit to. He, he has to stop. He has to pause a little. He's tired. He's injured. Say that. But there's a certain hold pattern also. So it's not uh, twelve hours in base measures. Say that. So it's eight hours, and then instead he say he doesn't have the. He doesn't have the. The thing to sit and to, to learn late into the night. Okay, so then to look at uh, to look at some uh, and to read some some chashuva, maybe some books in English that uh, on, on 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 subjects that you you know uh, during the uh, aliyah stage you really didn't uh, you didn't uh, have the time to do but some nice things some what uh, you know to spend some time with mishpach. Okay, there are things to do. There, a person could be in a hold pattern. You don't have to run away to the hills. You see, guys like to become like reclusive. You don't know where what happened to you. Guy disappears from the earth. You know, you're growing up in yeshiva, anybody sees yeshiva, the guy's like, disappear. Where were you? What happened? I was a Ureta. You couldn't say hello? You couldn't come for, you couldn't come for a Shabbos? You couldn't wear what? You don't have anything to do with anybody. You just, you just like disappear. So, and a person can go like that, you know, his whole life. Usually when you're older, you can't do that because you have responsibilities. You're not, you're not going to go to work and you, you, your kids are going to starve and you throw them out of yeshiva. You know, you, you're not crazy. And you have to, you have to go right there. But with an older person, you don't see the erratic changes in the schedule because with an older person, you suppose you can't do that. It's the of the family. You can't do that. But, but emotionally, an older person is very erratic. 
So the wife, you know, wife could say, what's going on? You know, the last 20 years you haven't smiled. The kid's like, what's the, what's the matter with daddy? You know what's going on? So he has to, he's still holding on to his schedule. He's not going to go to work. He's got to go to work. But he's not, you know, he's not, he's not in it. He's not in it. So he says, like, so this, so a person, even when a person is going through these difficulties, he says, You don't have to fall down to the bottom. No. You rest a little bit. That's okay. You rest. You take it, you rest a little bit, but it's, it's not that you have your readers. It's meaning that you don't fall down, God forbid, into our various hashkosas or lose everything. There's a menuchia, the shuvayla. You're on the plateau. You're still on top of the mountain. And then you go right to, to you know, you take, you take on the next mountain. You bandage up your, you, you bandage up your foot a little bit. You know, yeah, a person was injured, something happened. Then you, you bandage up your foot and then you keep on going. Tomid Talu, the Tomid Godliest Mikirbachem Tagalu. The Rebbe says you're constantly rising and constantly revealing greatness within yourselves as to higher and higher places. The truth is, he says to every Bacher, you have the ability especially in, he says in your younger years you have the ability you have the kaiches to take out from you to, to, to extract from within yourself to remove from yourself certain etias certain inclinations that are not good and you have the ability to bring about certain tikkunim that you never ever imagined that you, you don't realize how much, how many, you don't realize the kaiches that you have you don't realize the kaiches that you have Lamashli says, you could come to a very strong and powerful Rodson. You could be a person that has a very strong will. Stronger than yourself, stronger than you realized. That your entire being will become Meshubit, will, will, will become obedient to this better Rodson, to this strong Rodson that you never knew you had such a strong Rodson. Sometimes you have a, a person can take on, a, especially a young person can take on a certain project. If you, you know, I saw it a lot of times in, when you had in yeshiva, when I was, all the years I was teaching. You had a certain bacher. He can't sit 15 minutes in front of the Gemara. He can't sit 15 minutes is already too much. And you know, back and forth, he goes to the bathroom. He's got to call, you know, his stockbroker. He's got to call his mother. He falls asleep. You know, it's one of these parashies. This guy, if you give him a project, you know, to raise money, uh, to raise money for uh, whatever, for some Indian, some Khosh of Indian, you know, to, that there's somebody in the community, some, somebody in the community that needs this, uh, you give him a project to work on, lo yonam lo yisha. He has to know when, in, in a class that, 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 that there are certain boys, and you get that boy involved in something, especially if you see that he has an idea to do, to, let's say he's a... Uh, Jewish children are all very, very good natured. You, you could take a bach like that that Bechlal can't learn, or doesn't want to learn, or, or, or is like involved in the wrong things, and you give him something to work on. You give him a chash of a thing to do. And uh, and you see that he, he, he could he, he could manage to lead the whole class in this Indian. He could take on a project and, and, and he discovers within himself, he always thought all the years, every single Rebbe told him, 
ah, you're nothing, you're nothing, you're nothing. Because he saw that in learning, he said that he can't do anything, and he's failing, and he doesn't have, doesn't stand up shots, and he doesn't feel like it, and he's a low yitzluch. And then, you, and, and the very same guy, you give him a project to work on that he's going to raise, you know, he's going to raise to see if you could, if you could raise a thousand dollars for this uh, almana or something. God forbid, some almana needs some money, and this kid will mamish, you know, lo yonim He'll call and he'll do this and he'll that. He'll see within himself that he has such kaiches. But he never realized that he has such kaiches. He, he has a rotsen, he has a strong rotsen to do something. And that rotsen takes over his life. And it takes over his life. And if you get in the way and you tell him, hey, listen, what are you worried about? So you don't have to do, you don't have to finish this today. You'll finish it tomorrow. I think you're crazy. And you're not going to recognize him because he said, this is the same guy, can't learn a blood kamar, can't sit in front of a safe for 10 minutes and 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 he's shaking the whole world up to 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 do this mitzvah. And you see this kaseder, kaseder. And you see, you put some guy in charge of of uh, ordering the lulavim. You know, like you know, some guy like that's his thing. And you know, he'll take it on with a rotsman. You see, different different boys have different tears to different uh, different tears to different mitzvahs that, uh, that 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 they work on. There's a, there's a there's a fellow I was at last night. that was at a at one of the houses I was at last night, so there was, um, I don't remember which place this was in, but there was a, there's this guy that has a certain idea. It's a beautiful idea to, to help rebellion yeshivas with something. All, all different yeshivas, but to do something to help the rebellion. He's like, you know, I met him, so you can't even say, how you doing, how's everything, how's Purim? He starts in with you right away. Never mind, never mind. And he goes back, you know, I got this yeshiva, we got that yeshiva, we helped this one, we helped this rebbe. He's on fire with this. You, you can't talk to him about anything else. He's a sugar for this Indian, which is a, which is a very big mystery. He's trying to help. He's trying to help rebellion and you know, financially to do stuff for them. He's like a sugar less than that. Can't talk to him about anything else. But, you know, and I don't know. I wasn't with him in yeshiva. I don't know how it was, but it could be that that, that, that for him that there wasn't a, you know the hashlocha was not in, in sitting in class. But when somebody, if you find this thing that that opens this person's heart and rots and and he has such a strong rotsen, you can't stop the guy. It's stronger, that's what he says, the chazagamim chaz, stronger than you even realize. It's stronger than yourself. You don't even know we have these kaifas. And you have to fulfill, you have to fill this rotsen, you have to do it. You, you, you can't stop yourself. Not any Jerusalem, no Jerusalem, no explanations, no excuses. You have to do this. You feel suddenly within you this Ruach of Hashem, which is powerful, like up, uh, uproots mountains and, and, and smashes rocks. Like this, this thing has come over you. Like this person who takes on this project, who feels this Indian. And it lifts you up to this avoid and that avoid. As kol hamenius yeforik, the same guy that anything when it came to learning, if you put any if you put any obstacle on his path, if you tell him, you know that the listen, you have to turn the page on the next page of the gemara. Do you want me to lift up? You want to take my hands and put it on the gemara? Move the page. It's, uh, it's not so precious. But he can't turn the page of the gemara. But when it comes to this Indian. Nothing can get in his way. He'll do it. And it's kolamaniyas yifar. There's kolayikuvim yishabir. 
and he's prepared to, he goes past all manias, no obstacle, nothing can get in his way. Nothing can stop him. He'll break all the ikuvim, he'll smash all the ikuvim that are in his way. These especially young people, they have such kaiches, and it's, it's a tragedy if the Rebbe doesn't recognize this in the boy. It's a tragedy if the Rebbe just touches up the kid because of, you know, whatever, what they're doing in the class and, and, and that he might not have a slok and the Rebbe touches him up. He's a little yitzloch, he doesn't, he's not a balrats. Could be that that kid has much bigger kaiches and much more ritzayin, much stronger ritzayinus than the Rebbe has. But uh, the Rebbe doesn't know, doesn't have the key to open up that place. He doesn't know, like, uh, what is it that, what is it that this kid, what's, what's his kaiches? What are his kaiches? And if you don't know what the kaiches are, you see him as somebody doesn't have any rotten. You see, he's totally unmotivated. Mr. So-and-so, Mr. So-and-so, your son is very, very nice, but he's totally unmotivated. Now, you know, you know that there are things that your kid does that, that if you get, if you get in his way, he'll kill you. That he has tremendous motivation. He's tremendous motivation. So, he's not motivated for what you want him to be motivated for. Then it's a big chachma how to, how to use that part of his life where he is motivated to somehow influence the unmotivated part. I mean, there are chachmas how to teach. It's not possible. There are very, very few terrific teachers. It's a hard thing. And with parents also, how do you motivate a kid? This kid doesn't have a rotten. Because you see, one of your children has a rotten for, for, for what you want and to have a rotten for, and the other kid doesn't have a rotten for that thing. It's good for rotten. Say it, but he's not, it's not that he's not a bal rotten. He's a bal rotten. It's not what you want and to have a rotten for. He's, he has a, he's a bal rotten. He wants to play drums 24 hours. So how do you, what are you going to do with that? You, you know? He can step the whole night uh, playing drums. You have a kid can step the whole night in every class. In every, in every class, you'll have a guy that's, uh, in the learning, he might not be so good, but he's like up all night, like on the phone, like helping guys out with their problems. And he has a seichel to understand people. And he tries to help people. He doesn't have a rotsen. He's a big rotsen. He's a rotsen to help people. The child is, what do we do? Like, so, what are you gonna, he's not gonna learn. So to figure out a, a heck of tins of how to, uh, how to motivate a person. It's not, it's not, it's not simple. But to, to, to say that he's not a bal rotsen, He's not a Baal Russian. He says he's not a Baal Russian. Well, I remember I had this boy in the, I had this boy in the 12th grade. She comes in every day. He opens the Gemara to the right page, and he gets to look. And it's like, he comes in there every single day. It's a power. Every single day. You can't even blame yourself to say you're a boring rabbi. Oh, I'm a Kabbalist. He's not... You didn't even give me a chance. It's one thing, you know, to put a guy to sleep. Okay, that's a towel how to put guys to sleep. And I could do that. But he didn't even give me a chance to, to, to work on it. He didn't even let me bore you. The guy, Mamish would come in. So I put him out of my hands. Whatever, Moshe. What's going on? What is this? this the internet is a girlfriend. It's a girlfriend on the internet. What's going on? You know, what's cooking with you? What are you doing all night? What is it with you? So he said, yeah, like this, like this, like that. You know, all the, all the, he's got all these parishes going on. The, the kid like is like a, a night animal. He's got a million things going on. By the time he, by the time he gets into, by the time he comes to daven and to learn, he's very like you know he went through this islandus, Till he comes, till he comes to the gemara. Like everybody else, everybody else is just starting the day. This is like it was a very difficult night. He was working hard the whole night. So then to, and then to put him, you know, then to sit him down to try to understand uh, uh, gemara. So. 
so he's not a Balrash, but I was a Balrash. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want this, but he wanted something else. And he has rich sinus. The rich sinus, that's the rich sinus, that's for different things. But he's a Balrash. It's not that he's not motivated. <clears throat> and how quickly and how easy it is for a parent or for a rabbi to just to touch up the kid and to say, ah, he's, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's a little useless, he's unmotivated, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about what you care about. He cares about something else. All right. Now, it's a problem, especially if he cares about things that are not good for him. <laughs> it's a problem, right? But don't say he doesn't care. And as long as someone cares, there's a lot you can do with a person. There's a lot you can do with a person if he cares. This, this particular kid, this particular kid that I, I remember him, and I, I saw him a couple of weeks ago, he was a Gvaldiga kid. This particular kid cared about friends. He was always trying to help friends with different things. Always trying to help with the aces and, and to, to do a tiger for a friend. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's always like, if, if he would be in a different environment, in a, a different family, in a different sviva, you know, it would be that it would take on a different levush. But from his background, he was, you know, he was doing this. But he's a gewaldig kid. He's trying to, he's always trying to help him to do good things. By the time he gets into the gemara, that's not. He doesn't have a reason for that. Okay, so how do we develop a reason? It's a very big thing. But, but to, for the gemara, but to say that he's not a reason, to say that he's, you know, to say Mrs. So and so, your son is completely unmotivated. So it's, it's not right. It's a mistake. This person is not only is he motivated, but look at what the Rebbe says, He smashes and breaks anything that's in the way. Hashem Rulukim, The person, he says, he says that, he says to the you're able to feel, to know that Hashem is a Lukim, and you're his servant, and you can overcome all of these obstacles. And now he's coming back to this point about constantly, constantly fighting just to hold on, right? And it's chaval your whole life just to fight to stay in the same place. So the Rebbe says, when, especially when you're young, there's so many details in your Avedis Hashem and Tikkun HaNefesh that you can work on in such a way that they become it becomes your tavi. You don't have to work on it each time. It becomes part of who you are. It becomes second nature. So that, so that you don't have to go through each time, like, renewing this whole avoid and starting from Aleph. But, but instead, you're able to come to a Madrega where this is what this becomes part of your life, especially when you're young and you acquire good traits and good habits. So it becomes who you, it becomes a part of your life. And it doesn't have to be that every single time, again, ah, oh, I gotta get my, I gotta get my, myself going to shul. I gotta get myself going to learn. Or, or, or not to scream or to lose it. There are certain things that you can do, especially when you're young, that that already when you when you work on it when you're young, it's much easier because it's a fresh piece of paper. So when you work on it and the letters hold, so it'll become part of your it'll become part of your tava, and that you don't have to each time go through this 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 whole upheaval to try to to get back to Aleph. The Aleph is already uh, that's for sure. That's 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 my that's in my territory. That's part of me. Aleph, Bayes, Gimel, it's all part of me. Okay, you, know, you could say, to, you know, to get to, to, to Kuf, to Reish, you know, higher places, higher places. But, but as far as, as far as certain basic things, it's all part of who I am. It's part of the conquered territory of my, uh, of my life, of my avoda. So he says, Ashi, also, Tavashulcha, till it will become your nature. 
You're not, you're not going to have to each time, like, remind yourself and start again and, and nochamol again and again. You're not going to have to. If you begin when you're young. The marshal, for instance. Now, for an American, for people like ourselves who grew up in our, who grew up in our completely confused and sick world, so it's going to be hard to even identify with this. It's just going to sound like some from the fachnachte thing. But he says, "Lo marshal." But this was real. This were, these were real concerns of the boys that he was talking to. You can reach a level that when you're walking in the street, you're not going to have to shut your eyes not to see something that's bad. And as we spoke about in the past, how bad do you think it was in the streets of, of Warsaw or Piazetsna? Like, how daring do you think the, the, the you know, the, uh, the dress code was back then? I mean, okay, there was, there was short sleeves, a little bit, uh, maybe a couple of low necklines. But uh, but it wasn't what we're talking about, you know. By now, the, those those women in Warsaw then would be would be now the most sneezedika women. I mean, they, they they'd be the they'd be the president of the shul the way they were dressed. But back in Warsaw, back in Warsaw, that was that was a fruit. So, so what was he talking about? So he says that you could he says you could train yourself in such a way that when you're walking in the streets, you're not going to have to like be conscious of this and and and, and worry about it and think about it and. And shut your eyes. You could, you could, you could train yourself not even to notice these things. Not to notice. Not that every single time you pass by something that's not proper, a sign, a picture, a person, that's not proper, that you have to, it's a whole thing, oh, please, 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 and not to look, and not to look, what am I going to do? That already takes tremendous Yashamai. Right? Not to, to want, not to look at it. So I, that's why I said he's talking about a level of Yashamai. Hear people, hear people, uh, they, they turn on the television to see things like that. It's not like they're running away from it. They're, they're paying money to turn it to, to turn on to see it. They're going to they're going places to see these things. But he's talking about Bokum who don't want to see these things. He said, but you could train yourself that it doesn't have to be that each time it's a struggle. You possibly won't see them. You won't see them. If you train yourself the right way, you're not going to notice them. However, Enai says until him. Haver said, "Take away from my eyes to see falsehood," which means I don't see it anymore. Dodmalch was saying, "Not to not to notice, not to take note of those things, not to take note. Doesn't doesn't affect you. It's not a mulchamah. It's country territory. You're ready. You're past that. You're past that. Doesn't affect you." The eyes themselves will not see falsehood. Al tidma shetoyimanulachshavalecha. Don't think, the Rebbe says, that I'm making a mistake with you and that you can't do this. Don't think that this doesn't apply to you. That what? That you can't be like David and Malach, that whose eyes didn't see the wrong things anymore, that he worked on himself. Don't think that you can't be that way. He says, you should know my precious child. I'm not making a mistake with you. I know that you can do this. That's not, I'm not mistaken. The people of the world of the street, they're making a mistake. 
Asher Hashem Biro. What do the people of the street, what do the people in the world think? Listen, this is an amazing, amazing Tyrese, what he goes into over here. I'll just be able to touch upon it now. He's talking about the mistake that people have and how they look at the world. My mom had this conversation with somebody yesterday. He says, the, the world is making a mistake, not me. And what's the mistake? The way that they look at this world that Hashem created. And how do they see this world? These mistaken people. The whole world is like one great treasury, one, one tremendous, what, like box filled with taivas, disgusting desires, and machshavas, netiyas, rose, and disgusting, disgusting, horrible, ugly things. That's the whole world is like that, in, in the eyes of these people. And they tell you, that, and these people tell you, the way that they look at things is that if you want to serve Hashem, you have to distance yourself completely, run away from the world, because the world, because the world is a cesspool. The world is disgusting. The world is filthy and ugly and full of tigers and machshavas and all disgusting things. Now you hear the Rebbe saying that the people say this stuff. He's not just talking, he's not talking about secular people necessarily. He's not talking about secular people. And we, and we were in Eretz Yisrael, and they sent us to Yeshiva, and we had this thing, you know, the second half of you in Eretz Yisrael. So I remember the speeches that they were giving us, like the last month they were, they were, that we were there. And basically, the the, the, ba- the basic theme was, if you go back to America, you're doomed. You're totally doomed. Because, you know, and they start going through the tivers and the disgusting and filthy, and they're just going to pull you back in. And, you know, I remember thinking, like, why? I never realized there was such good things back home. <laughs> and I never even thought of this stuff. And, and but, uh, you know, and, and the world's terrible. And, and then, and the impression that they gave you is like, you, you know, like your parents are, are really, you thought they're so nice, they're really evil. And they're going to try to change you. And it's not, oh, my mom and dad are very nice people. <laughs> No, maybe they, you know, they might, they might not uh, have the same, everything the same as the rebellion, but, you know, my parents are religious people, they're nice people. But the impression was that, uh, you know, that if you have to go back, here's your, you know, take your gas mask, don't let go of your rifle, here's your, has your outfit, and it's only like a 10%. You, and you read certain, and you, and, and you read certain things that are certain, uh, you, go, you hear certain drushes like that. I was talking to this person yesterday, I was telling before this person, a girl, she was telling me how, you know, she, she, was, she was reading to me different things that she had like in her diary and notes, problems, depending on, and she said, she said that uh, she was recently, so she was telling she was telling me about, you know, what she can't change, and I said, why can't, why can't you change, what are you, what are you talking about? She said, you know, that she, she doesn't have, a, she doesn't have, she said, so what's the matter? So she starts to read to me uh, uh, things she was at Ashir, and she starts to read to me from the notes. She has a little bichel there, a notebook. She starts to read she was at Ashir. And the Shia had said that, that when a person does a virus, so Hashem distances himself from that person, and the person doesn't have any cheshek to daven, or doesn't want to, to become better. And, and uh, because that person has done such terrible things, so that's why the person doesn't feel any desire to grow or to change and so on. 
So then she starts to cry and tell me, you know, that it's because of my errors and all these and punishment. And she starts to read to me this whole shit about punishment and punishment that God doesn't, God doesn't have any shaykhs to you and God is drawing, uh, God has pulled himself out of your life and, you know. So I'm, I was listening to this and she's reading to me from this shit and I don't know, I don't know who the rabbi was. Or maybe it was a lady, I don't know who it was who gave this shit. <coughs> so, you know, I told her, you can go look at my garbage pen. I said, give it to me. She said, why? I said, give it to me. And I told her, and I tore up the page and I threw it in the garbage. She said, I think there's some sukkumas, I don't care. I'll, I'll worry about that. You know. said, it's my achrayas. I said, what? what kind of garbage are you going? What are you listening to this garbage? You're a young girl, you think, that, well, what did you do? Tell me what, tell me the biggest error you ever did. What kind of averis? What are you talking about? God has distanced himself from you. He doesn't want to be shaykhist to you. He doesn't want to hear you davening. That's what, that's what she's in the sheesh. She wrote down from this person that God doesn't want to hear your tefillahs. And you know something? For everything you could find a chazal like this or like that. Who's chazal not talking to this girl in, in 2003? Chazal talking to chveis, a balavayda, holding by madregas. So, so, you know, you could say a chazal, you find a chazal for everything. What well, says in this safer, this safer, that safer. Oh, the, you could put together a whole thing. <coughs> Who are you talking to? What are you giving us all? What are you telling? What are you telling these girls? Are you telling them that, that, that what? That God hates you and God despises them? What did I? I said, are you Machal Shabbos? No. Are you Chayf? No. You, you, you sleep with people? No. What are you doing? So what, tell me. I don't hear. What, so far, I mean, I don't hear. What is it here? What are your bigger virus? What are your bigger. What? Her virus. So a very fine, fine, unbelievable, fine girl. Machal Shabbos girl. She tells me nobody's going to marry me. No, who would want to marry a person like me? I think, what are you talking about? Where? What? What are you saying such things? Why wouldn't somebody marry you? Hush of a girl. <clears throat> and the, and the whole the, the, the whole picture, the whole picture that this person has is that the world is just one dark, disgusting place that's out to get her. That this is what she's heard, this is what she's learned. Tivus, tivus, and filth, and schmutz. And the only way is to take yourself completely, completely out of the world. There's no shaykhs to this dark and horrible world. And even, and even in situations where it's not so extreme. And people don't, and, and, and you know, that haven't been poisoned to such a degree. But there is, this is a poison, this is something that's, that's very common. And it affects our way of thinking. It affects our way of thinking. And Ubishvilzeh, the top of Kuflam Advav. Ubishvilzeh, call you mayhem, rechaikim hey meavaydak dusha, ubishtuse ha'ilam shkuf. Because of this, the person spends his entire life, taka far away from avaydak and holiness, and throws himself from the shtusim. Daimim hey, to the narishkaik, daimim hey, lamisha roi, shatibas atzma benar. This person, if somebody could be compared to a person, who what? Who saw somebody else drowning in the, in the river. He saw somebody drown in the river. And he says to himself like this. You see that? The river is evil. The river is evil. This person drowned in the river. See that? The world is evil. Because this person gave into his tithes. It became, a, it became a terrible, terrible Russia. Gave into his tithes. America is evil. Your family is evil. This is evil. Everything's evil. Bad, dark, no good. This guy drowned in the river. So therefore what? Not that there was a problem with the guy. The river is evil. He says, Shamayim, Esam Rahu. Water is evil. And why is there water? To kill people. This guy drowned. That means water kills. Water is dangerous. 
become a shite who is guy's an idiot. What kind of an idiot is this? You can't live without water. What is the most? What is the, what is terrific? What gives life? Because this guy jumped in, you know, he, he didn't know how to swim, whatever, and he, and he decided he's going to dive into the water, and he drowned. So therefore, the water is evil. Yeah, Meshuggah, he doesn't have to swim, he shouldn't have gone there. Same thing, a person goes, the Avada of the world has tired this and things. The Avada of the things in the world that are no good. The guy is swimming in the wrong place. I mean, the world is bad, the world is bad. Just like what? Love, Ahava. Even the Indian of intimacy, it's evil? Chas Rishon must evil, it's the holiest thing in the world. Because of, because of, because of the Meshuggah, that they go swimming and the, they go into those things in the wrong way. And they go into the crazy stuff. Therefore what? Therefore, intimacy is evil? God forbid. You have to run away from that? You can't have love in your life. That's the most beautiful thing. Hashem's Baruch wants that for us. Because this Meshuggah drowned in it. Therefore what? Therefore the, the thing itself is bad? It's disgusting. Everything's disgusting. And instead of using water, what to give, to give himself life and to and to give animals to live and to and to water plants, instead of using the water in a good way, he threw himself into the river, he drowned himself. So So therefore, water is now evil. Water is evil. The same thing with everything in the world, with the whole world. This is this is like Chassidus 001. <laughs> no, this is what it is. This is Chassidus Mamish Chassidus. And a, a person, some, and I don't want to. You read other, you read some svarim, and you don't see, and it's not with this light. And the whole world is Mamish, one big trap that's out to get you. And therefore, if you get trapped, you figure I'm another one of the victims, and that's it. I might as well just, you know, I might as well, what am I going to do? I'm already captured. So he says, And the Rebbe says, The MS. Hashem has brought, created a beautiful world. Listen to this, listen to this sentence. And even in the lowest, lowest part of the world. And even the lowest, darkest, darkest places of the world, he says, there are drachen, and so drachen. There are pathways. Mechilas amaris. There are caves. Ashel barav adonah adonah ha'olam avilim that lead to God. There are there are pathways. There are openings that lead back to Hashem from the darkest darkest places. They lead back to Hashem as baruch. The chisaron is only in how man looks at the world and the world and the person himself, like the guy that drowned himself in the river instead of taking a drink. Because everything in the world leads to God. He's using things in the world in the wrong way, like the guy that used the water to drown. So the guy uses intimacy, that that Indian, to, to drown himself in filth. It's the, it's the most beautiful thing in the right way. It's the same with everything. When it comes to eating, eating is a gewaltige thing. It's, a, it's an Indian of Kedush. It's, it's being in the best I make this when you're eating. A guy, a guy doesn't do it the right way. So then, see, so he blames it on the food. He blames it that this world is a place of taiva. It's a place of taiva. You, you, you misused the world. 
you misuse the, the, the world. Not that the world is bad. The world is good. And the Pasuk says, The foolishness, the wickedness of a person makes his path crooked. And then what does he do? But then he screams and yells, that he, and he's angry at Hashem. How did you create such a thing as a river to drown me? So Hashem says, You're supposed to just lean over with your canteen and take some water for a drink. Well, I didn't tell you to jump in. What are you jumping into the river, you Meshuggah? It's, it's, it's dangerous. It's like and he's angry at Hashem. He has times for the Hashem. If you wouldn't have, this guy thinks if you wouldn't have created girls, I wouldn't have done, done, all, the, done all these avayers. Why would you create girls? Now I have all these avayers to worry about. All these taivas. It's disgusting. The world is disgusting. Their paths, everything is leading to Hashem. You. The person, you got you got Blanchard. You're the one that misused. You're the one that that didn't go that didn't go on the right way. And now, on top of everything that you botched up, now you have tiniest against Hashem. You're angry with Hashem. God forbid. And you're saying you created a disgusting world. A world where it's impossible, impossible to serve to serve Hashem's book. That's the time. I will have to stop here. We're holding in the middle.